Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. Evening, everybody. And Twilight. Hello. Send help. We've somehow lost light again. He didn't actually tell us where he was going this week. We assume he's trying to sneak into the Microsoft conference, and we think he might have forgotten that it's on uh, Thursday. It's also not a live conference. Yeah. So, more on that when he comes back. You can't sneak away on Thursdays. Y'all's Thursdays belong to me. Well, I I cannot help the fact that he's missing, so. I'll find him before Thursday, and then we'll right. lose him again before next week. Well, if if the bloodhounds find him, just, you know, be gentle. I'm always gentle. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, so what's everybody been playing this week? Twy, why don't you go first? Uh, mostly I've been playing a game called Hob. It's a puzzle game. Pretty much. Puzzle adventure exploring game. Hob? Yeah. H-O-B? Yes. It was free on Epic for, uh... Like a few months ago, and I picked it up because it looked nice. I like huh. its art style, and only recently actually turned it on to play it because huh. I finished Spyro. Are you playing as a weird red hooded thing with a golem yes. arm? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's kind of cool looking. When you oh, start okay. the game, you still have your you still have your arm, but you end up touching a diseased spore thing and having your arm cut off by your golem buddy. Oh, good. So it's basically just the start of Ninja Gaiden three. <laughs> and also, then you have to go around completing puzzles and finding hidden caches. Also, it's from the developers of Torchlight 2, so that's pretty dope. It's actually pretty uh, pretty expansive, considering. It looks very pretty. It is very pretty. Especially Definitely. when you up, when you unlock new areas, because the areas are kind of like floating islands. And whenever you unlock a new area, you pull a switch and... The area kind of goes up. You see the underground me mechanical workings or fish tank in one case. And it goes down and settles. And you get to walk over the new area and try to find your way down. Hmm. Like I, I said, very pretty. I have in my library. Like I said, it was free at one point. <laughs> yeah. You probably picked it up then. More than likely, just like how I have Just Cause 4. And... But since you are a puzzle person, you might actually like it. I don't see Shane liking it much. The hell does that mean? You're not a puzzle person. Not I gave you very simple puzzles. Thingo pew pew. <laughs> I I do enjoy my very simplistic puzzle of use gun on man. <laughs> I gave you very simple pu puzzles in D&D. &D. It took you guys almost an hour and a half to figure it out. And it's even worse because one of those puzzles from, was ripped straight from Witcher 3, and you've seen the puzzle before. Which puzzle was that? The one with the statues. I haven't seen that puzzle. Yes, you have. Have I? Maybe. I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, I know. I was kind of counting on that. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, of course, it didn't stop your fighter from just jumping into combat with the one thing in the entire game that can't actually be killed by normal means. Don't, <laughs> don't bring that up. I could rant about that entire <laughs> stoop, After podcast. stupid ass decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After podcast, because the cause people listening won't have context, and for that matter, yeah. neither does control. They'll, they'll just be like, oh god, they're talking about the D&D &D session again. <laughs> uh, we shall have another D&D &D podcast soon, and I shall fill you all in. It's true, we actually do have plans to have another one. I shall fill you all in on what these idiots do. Especially the one idiot that just flew off for the rest of the party. For good reason. Yeah. For good reason in character, but... You left them without their puzzle finder. Hey, Siri did a good job of figuring stuff. Okay, we're getting off topic again here. <laughs> you play anything else this week or just just Hob? 
that's pretty much it. I've mostly been playing that and watching food videos on YouTube because I have many cravings. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Control, why don't you go next? Taking sugar out of your diet is a horrible idea. You will regret it for weeks. This is not a dietary podcast. <laughs> I have been jumping around through a lot of things. Like, a lot. <laughs> In other words, the sky is still blue and water is still wet. <laughs> yes. So, a couple of weeks ago, I picked up Aim Lab. Not really a game. Something it's, to help you aim? It's a skill... It's a... It's a skill tester for first-person shooters. And it's basically got a whole compilation of different, like, uh, I would basically just say patterns to shoot out, like, different minigame type of things. So in one of them, you always, like, it always has a set pattern of the air, the, the target will be in the middle, and then it will be at a random edge, like a spider web type of thing. But it'll always jump between the middle and a random edge. So you kind of have this expectation. You shoot the edge, go back to mid. Shoot the edge, go back to mid. Um, but yeah, it's it's literally just a FPS training program for working on reflexes. Um, a nice little thing. I think it's only like, I think it was five bucks when I picked it up. I'm um, looking at it right. If it's the same thing I'm looking at right now, it's free. Is it free? Oh yeah, it yeah. is. It, that's right. It is free. There's, there's like a supporter pack that you could buy. I yeah, yeah. I picked up the free one because it's a supporter pack. You get a couple of like gun skins. You can have a gold gun, basically. Um, but it's a nice little thing, and I've only done a, I've done a couple of different ones to practice reflex. Uh, I've seen some people with retarded scores, and I know no one's actually that good. So. Apparently, even this game has hackers. Imagine paying that much for an aimbot and using it for a first-person shooter training game. Yeah. Um, I tried my hand at Seven Days to Die again. Minecraft with more zombies. Yeah. It's, it's a fun little game, but it's definitely boring playing solo. A lot of games are boring playing solo. Not I remember all. we had talked about playing that, and I, I don't know. You got stuck on a samurai game instead. I mean, that's more entertaining <laughs> to me than Minecraft with zombies. What's wrong with Minecraft? Nothing. But if I want to play Minecraft, I'll play fucking Minecraft. <laughs> and if I want to play DayZ, I'll play DayZ. I don't need to play their weird love child. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fairly accurate. Um, but no, uh, did some more remnant stuff. But I've talked up and down about that. I've beaten it. Fun little game, worth it for like fifteen, twenty bucks. I would say if, if you, you find it on sale. If you can pick it up on sale, great. If not, I mean, it's still yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, you played might a way out. out of it. Play uh older game, I mean, I think it came out like three years ago at this point, uh, but a way out where two dudes get locked up in prison, have to escape and get revenge on the guy that got them there. That was specific <laughs> and that was one of those games, like their whole thing was like it's specifically designed to be split screen. Which Yeah, that was that was weird to see on the stream. Yeah, it was a little jarring at first. Because you see both perspectives. So it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. It's been a while since you had to do that. Yeah. And then by halfway through the game, I'm like, oh my god. Give me my screen back. <laughs> Vex, stop staring at the little... Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, stop having but... weird nightmares by... because you stared at a TV screen. Yeah. Ending up on the moon. That was a weird segment. Just calling Vex out on, on pod, and he I'm pretty sure he does not listen to this. Uh he knows it. He knows it exists. I need to actually send him over the link. That's fair. Because he, he did ask about it. Um I picked up Skull, which is a roguelike, as 
they are now kind of getting to be a dime a dozen. Um, shit, I'm trying to remember the original one where you were attacking the castle and you kept respawn like respawning every time you died. You were actually like the child of the previous hero going back in. I was gonna say heroes of hand watch, but I don't think that's the thing. No, no. Um, shit, I cannot remember it. It was it was on Xbox Live. I had played it a lot. I just can't, cannot think of it. For the life of me, and that's actually that's going to bother me for a bit. Um, but get it in five minutes. No, if you guys know what hour. game he's talking about, hit us up on Twitter. But uh, no, the uh, the big thing about it is you are a skeleton. You are a tiny little skeleton, and you're fighting off the heroes. To save the demon lord but as you proceed through the game you find other skulls so you find the skulls of other characters basically and when you put them on you become them and each skull has its own abilities so you might be like a dread knight or an archer or a soldier or a minotaur like whatever you change what you look like, you get a whole different set of abilities, and you can actually switch back between two different skulls. That is a cool concept I am totally going to use. <laughs> oh dear god. Yay for new lich content. Also, oh, somehow this game reminds me of uh, Dead Cells. It, I mean, Dead Cells is a roguelike, and I mean, the difference between this and Dead Cells would be in Dead Cells, your gameplay style changes based on your weapon instead of your skull yeah. but same same core idea um but yeah it's it's a fun little game and i've put a, i've only put a couple of hours into it but a lot of fun and i actually want to put some more time into it because the bosses are actually pretty cool but uh next up on the list i jumped into more dragon's dogma besiege I, i've talked about those plenty of times another new one Genesis Alpha 1. Oh, you picked up Genesis Alpha 1? Yeah. It's a single-player game, which kind of threw me for a loop. I thought it was multiplayer at first. But, nope. It is single-player. And the idea is you are a ship in deep space filled with cloned humans trying to basically find a new home. Like, Earth's resources are overly depleted we finally got hyperdrive technology so now we're exploring deep space for resources and a way to survive but you build up your ship as you go um and as you're exploring these deeper and deeper areas you start getting attacked by aliens like native aliens from the planet so as you're mining for resources they actually will can end up on your ship and so you have to fight them off um and your ship can be can end up being massive and it's all like real time so as you're building it the rooms are just it's a little weird at first because when you build a room it's immediately there there's no build time nothing like that so it's like if you've got the resources for it boom it's there it's done go explore it um another one that i've only put i think i've only put in literally one hour because it's there's a lot to the game, but at the same time, it feels like there's very little. Like I could see how the game would get, could get dull, kind of quick. But again, I haven't explored too deeply, so I don't know quite the full scale of what you can encounter. Because you start off finding like little head crab wannabes and weird worms, uh, and then later on, you actually come across like ones that look like people or giant scorpions, stuff like that. Um, and one of the weirder mechanics, you can clone yourself. So if you die, you could clone a new body, but you can replace part of the genetic code to give you different abilities, which also change the way that your person looks. So you could look like a normal dude, but you have metallic skin and can see in the dark. Or you could look completely alien, like something on a Mass Effect. So hmm. it's 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 an interesting concept. 
and I sh I definitely want to put more time into it to kind of get a better feel for it. But at the same time, I don't want to I don't want to invest that much time because I could I could see the game taking up a lot of time. Um, yeah. A smaller game that I started playing, The Walking Zombie Two. I am ninety nine percent sure this is based on a cell phone game. Because the game itself is free, but there are in-game purchases and you have finite resources that regenerate slowly over real time. Is this the weird, uh, like, voxel game? I don't, I, for some reason, voxel is just escaping me. Basically, just people, do people look like they're in Minecraft? Kinda, yeah. Like, Squarehead, all that. They're very blocky looking, yes. Yeah. It's like the game itself's actually not bad and I, I have been enjoying it and the story is over the top and silly and it has Donald Trump in it as the mayor of some shitty town. It's kind of funny. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a simple zombie shooter game, but you know, it's open world esque type of thing. And then the more recent interesting one that I want to get into is Gunfire Reborn. Because I'm going to leave the uh, sushi moms to you, Sedge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gunfire Reborn. Roguelike shooter. Uh, feels like Immortal Redneck. I'm sensing the theme with the games you're playing this I've week. I've been playing a lot of roguelikes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, I... It just it I can keep playing over and over and keep getting different results. Um, but it's it's actually a lot of fun. I ended up playing it with Ben for a bit today. We actually got through the first boss. That was difficult. Uh, um, but the whole kicker for the game is you like every time you die, you lose all your items, but you can level up your character. Um, but you can get. Like, there's a whole weird array of guns. And you unlock new guns by doing specific achievements. And the achievement might be, you know, kill 30 crossbowmen. Kill 20 archers. And it'll unlock that gun immediately. And it'll actually drop from the enemy. And then every subsequent playthrough, it has a possibility of dropping again. Um... And you can find upgraded versions or upgrade it yourself. Um, as you level up, you can make it so that the items that drop have unique names and abilities associated with those names. Um, so there's there is a lot of gameplay that can that you can get out of it, but you're going to be spending your first couple of hours on the first set of floors because that first boss is a is a bastard. I mean, Ben gifted me a copy of it, so I don't, uh, I'll have to get around to playing it because unfortunately I was at work while y'all were playing. Play today. with us. Play with us. It is four player co-op, by the way. So that's, that's kind of cool. I've seen two player co-ops of games like this and admittedly most are only single player, but having like a full four player group, I think would be a lot of fun for this. Uh, loot is unique. So if a gun drops, it's a different gun for you than it is for me. And if oh, I that's... pick it up, you don't lose out on that gun. That's good at least. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a race for no, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, get back. Cause what game was it that we did that had that? I don't remember. There there was one or two that would do that. Oh, Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain was uh, loot oh, was yeah. not unique to per player. It was world loot, so whoever got to it first got it. So you had to actually work to be like, all right, do I really need this? No. Hey, come over here and take this thing. To be fair, a lot of the time it was just you telling me. It's like, take this. <laughs> that is, that's true. Hey, this is a real good item for your guy. Take it. Take it. Okay. Granted, that was just because I have a lot of hours in Risk of Rain. Yeah. I, I'm i not saying that 
you're wrong. I'm just saying that that's that's just what it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, after God, I still what was it? I think my best, my longest time surviving was like three some odd hours. Back. That. That is too long to be playing a roguelite. <laughs> no, and that brings up a diff- that brings up one of my issues with uh, like FTL because I love FTL. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, a playthrough of FTL can take upwards of five hours. Usually, mine only take like two. To maybe, get, maybe to the get through three. the full game. Yeah, like to the end boss fight. Yeah. Oh, mine I don't see longer. why you're shocked. I don't see why you're shocked to have a game taking five hours or more. It it's just, I mean, even two hours for it. That that's a long time to be going through a roguelite. I don't know. But when you guys got me here as a hammer watch, I played it almost nonstop fair. for a few days, and seems well, like anytime you guys buy me any games, I play it nonstop for days because I feel bad that you spent money. That's a whole different debate. But no, for for FTL, there's a finite endpoint for it. That's true. That and that's kind of the difference between F. FTL and like Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain, you can get to an endpoint and you can technically do it within an hour. Um, but like if you just want to go for as long as you can, Risk of Rain, you can literally just be like, all right, I'm just going to keep going through this over and over and over and over and over again until I have more items than God and <laughs> not even God can actually hurt me because I have so many teddy bears that I just negate all the damage. <laughs> so many teddy bears. Honestly, yeah, hey, don't don't diss the teddy bear. <laughs> that teddy bear is a lifesaver. Oh, I don't doubt it. For other reasons, but still, pretty funny. But yeah, um, those have been the primary ones that I've been playing outside of the uh, the last game, which is Ghosts of Sushi Mom, which I will hand over to you. Very well. Ghost of Sushi? Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I thought you said Sushi Mom. I mean... I so, did. He did. <laughs> Just like Light, if he was here, would say, Oh, how's Phantom Fish Mom? So, yeah. He's channeling Light. That's not good. I mean, someone has to. He's not here. Yeah, oh, but God, he's the worst maybe- person. Maybe that's, oh god, maybe that's where he went. Maybe he magic school bust himself into Control's brain. <laughs> Look, I have We're enough issues up there. He needs to get the hell out. <laughs> We're all doomed. Uh, so, I haven't really been playing much new this week. But I wanted to talk about, well, Ghost of Tsushima, but I, I'll get to that in a minute. What I wanted to really talk about, because we finally got a group together to play through the Halo 3 campaign again. Like, I finally was... Control were killing each other for the rifle? Yes. Um, and that continued to the second time I played through it with the other group. Hey, hey, I killed you with a purpose to get ammunition. They killed you for shits and giggles. I am not your personal ammo dump. God damn it. My ammo reserve begs to differ. Your ammo reserve can get fucked. But, no. Mainly, I just wanted to mention, because finally we got the group together. Halo 3, and I've said this on pod before, Halo 3 is my favorite Halo of all time. In fact, it is so much my favorite Halo that I've judged every other Halo game that's come out since then by Halo 3. I will judge the new Halo, Halo Infinite, by Halo 3. Which, if the rumors are correct, it sounds like they're going to be basically doing Halo 3 Plus. So, we'll see about that on Thursday. But I forgot how good that campaign is and how good Halo's writing is. Halo has writing? Yeah. Color Fuck. me shocked. <laughs> Dude, one of the most iconic lines in gaming. I'm a monument to all your sins. 
sounds like some fucking ancient Shakespearean proverb. No, that's Gravemind. <laughs> Saying that to Arbiter in Chief in Halo 2. Like, Halo's writing is, at least in the, you know, 2 and 3 is A+. <laughs> but I just forgot how... I, I didn't forget, but I got to re-experience how fun it is to play through that game with friends again. Like, just the campaign of it. Right. So, that was fun. But, moving on to the big one, I thank you, Wondersoul, for streaming it, because you convinced me to buy it. So, shout out to Wondersoul. Go check out his show. It's pretty dope. Um... Yeah, picked up Ghost of Tsushima this weekend. I'm super digging it. And if you're not familiar with it, you basically play as a samurai warrior trying to take back his home from Mongol warriors. That, I mean, pretty straightforward revenge plot for the story. But the cool thing is it's very minimalist in its design. Like, you don't have a mini-map. You don't have a compass. You don't have... You do have a health bar, but it's very tiny in the bottom corner. And you basically... Everything you do in the world is based on following something. So you follow a bird to find collectible things. You follow the wind to get to your objective. Uh, You follow the blade into somebody's artery to kill them that joke fell flat just a little <laughs> um but no it's 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 very assassin's creed in the way that it operates so you're basically able to tackle things from any way so you can walk in and they have a cool red dead style like standoff duel mechanic basically you walk in, you challenge the nearest guy to a sword fight, you hold down triangle, and then in the second they attack, you release it and you slice them in half with your magic katana. It's not magic, but... I was about to say, there's no magic in the game. Yeah, it's very traditional Japanese. I'm only sad that they don't have pocket sand. Hey, you don't know. They might. No, they have smoke bombs. That's like pocket sand. <laughs> Explosive pocket sand. Yeah, it's just concentrated pocket sand. So. Now that's the but, sticky bomb. Oh, yeah. But that that's the whole thing. You, you have different weapons you can get to basically turn your character from an honorable samurai warrior into an assassin. And I'm pretty sure this is what an Assassin's Creed game would look like if it was set in feudal Japan. Would would you agree with me, Control? Yeah. Yeah, especially with the way that a lot of it plays out. This yeah. is basically Assassin's Creed... With actual assassinations. Edo period. Yeah. Assassin's Creed with actual assassination. Well, yeah. I mean, Assassin's Creed 2 had assassinations. I mean, all the Assassin's Creed have assassinations. Just. Yeah, but I heard they, they really pulled away from focusing on that in later they games. Did. Especially in Odyssey. Yeah, you can't one-shot people in Odyssey. Or Origins, for that matter, and that pisses me off. Unless you kick them off a cliff. Oddly enough, I found out in Ghost of Tsushima you can't one-shot the, uh, like the, the leaders of bases right away. Oh, yeah, the heavily armored guys? Yeah, you gotta, like, upgrade your sword to be able to do that. I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it makes sense, and it's kind of cool, because, like, the game definitely has the collect-a-thon elements from other games, but they don't really force it down your throat so much. You'll just find it as you explore. Yeah. And that's the whole purpose of, like, the birds and the foxes. It's just like, no, you don't have to go hunting in the corner of the map where there's fuck all. Oh, hey, you heard a weird, like, uh, chittering sound. There's a fox nearby. Follow the fox. 
you have now found a new charm. Go be Shane a badass. Shane got very distracted by foxes and birds. Hey, it's not my fault they let you pet the fox. You ran by yeah. a house that was a quest place, and it took up one-fifth of your screen, and you still didn't see okay. it. To be f no, okay, you say I didn't see the house. The the mission hadn't triggered, so there was no one at the house. I went up to the house. All right, there, children. There were no enemies there. <laughs> I had to go back and re-trigger the mission. After so, you already went beyond that. Yes. To the point I'm pretty sure you ran right over the ending of that quest. And just turn back and say, oh, I went too far. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you were already happen. most of the way to your other checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. But no, it it's a I don't often go into graphics for games. But holy shit. This is one of the most beautiful games I've played in a long time. As said by the every 15 minutes, oh, this game is pretty. I, I'm i sorry. They made a beautiful looking game with amazing environments. And that should be commended, but still every 15 minutes and every, every three minutes after that. Because it was always a different environment. And suddenly you'd go from a white field to you're now in an autumn autumnal forest of bonsai trees. And I still stand by my assumption that every samurai horse is descended from roach i mean i won't argue that that horse does just show up out of nowhere <laughs> yeah at least it doesn't show up out of nowhere and then suddenly appear like 30 on feet in the air buildings. or on top of buildings <laughs> yeah they they still need to work on their teleportation to be true descendants of roach also i still say that the uh <laughs> Uh, the horse physics are better than Red Dead's. I mean, I don't have to stare at testicles, so yeah. Plus. <laughs> we'll just get a mare or a gelding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the game. They definitely do a good job of showing the character's transformation from honorable samurai into ruthless assassin. But, you know... For fear of going into spoilery territory, I won't go too much into the story. Yeah. Well, Give there's a spoiler of the day. Hmm. Yeah, there's no spoiler. It's literally the second... Him. It's literally the second mission. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe third. I, it depends on which whatever, one you go for. It's whatever mission after you go to save your uncle and your thief friend basically says... Hey, uh, your honorable samurai bullshit's not gonna work anymore. You gotta... <laughs> you know think like a thief yeah well and that that was one thing actually when i played through that point where he's talking about like yeah well i will walk in the front gate and engage them it's like they have hostages they will kill the hostages if they see you but plus but my honor your honor, honor you I live. <laughs> no well it's not it's not even a fuck your honor thing it's like your honor is to defend the people Killing this guy without making a sound means that your people don't die. That's honorable. Yeah, Not and walk up screaming, somebody come and fight me, while they slit the I... civilian's throats and then walk out and shoot you with a bunch of arrows. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny when you could just walk up and say, someone fight me. Well, that I mean, that, and that's the cool standoff mechanic, but it always ends in me dying when I do that. I don't know. <laughs> you did fairly well. Although you did manage to do a stealth scene. Yay. I did. I did. I, I went for the bow first, though, because ranged attacks. There was this one point where you got into a middle of a boss fight, you died, and then as you were respawning, you were like, oh, I gotta do something. So he just walked up and killed you again. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. I... Meh. Either way. Good job. You pretty much paused right as he was about to slice your head off. <laughs> but yeah, no, the game literally opens with showing you why the honorable way does not work against this foe. I mean, they all are the Mongol horde. Yeah. I mean, okay, so if you don't want to hear the first five minutes of the game spoiled, 
fast am forward only, like am i the only one that was a little disappointed that they didn't look like the mongols from mulan what with solid black or solid gold eyes with <laughs> yes. large black irises yes wolf eyes Wait. yeah why why <laughs> is that what you think that genghis khan actually looked like no Probably. but it would have been fun would have been a nice aesthetic I guess, but... Having humans with the eyes of animals. Thing is, they were exceptionally intelligent. Well, they just, and... you know, were conquerors. So, yeah. or, all right. I'm not saying like that's said, not what they looked like. I'm saying it would have been a cool aesthetic. Like I said, spoilers for the first mission of the game. If you don't want these, fast forward like three minutes. Um... Basically, the Mongol horde shows up in this in Tsushima. Your samurai army of what, like maybe a hundred eighty people strong. It was it was it was literally eighty samurai against an army of Mongols. Yeah, shows up and it's like, all right, I will go down and challenge their leader because I am honorable. And this guy walks down and says, "I am such and such of clan." Such and such. such. Bring me your greatest fighter. Yeah, bring me your strongest warrior. And this, like, the Mongol leader just walks up with, like, a cup of something. I thought it was soup at first. Uh, It looked like a goblet of wine, basically. Yeah. But he walks up, splashes this dude in the face, and then just casually grabs a torch and just lobs it at him. And lights him on fire and then cuts off his head. Mind you, this Mongol leader consistently has the you fucking serious face. (laughs) He's not angry. He's not mad. Nothing. He's just like, he's just disappointed. (laughs) Which is even more hurtful. But that that brings up a good point because he says to like the Japanese or the samurai leader, he's like, while you... We're sharpening your blade. You know what I was doing? Learning. I know your tactics. I know which villages to basically bring burn. Yeah, which ones to leave and which ones to burn. So I I I'd say for historical accuracy, it does as well as it can. Sometimes you got your historical accuracy for the sake of something fun like being able to chop something faster than lightning yeah oh that was a fun mission too yeah that was the one you paused in the middle of having your head cut off yeah but and that's the whole thing that specific mission is very like japanese cinema like end battle scene cinematic (laughs) You know, like the field of swords with lightning in a storm. And then you get zapped. It's it's a super good game. And if you're into open world games or, you know, samurai. Pick it up. Sekiro (laughs) wasn't your thing, but you still want to play a Japanese mythos game. You still have such a high death count. You should check it out. And that's our consumer advice for the day. You still have such the high death count to get to in second. And with that, unless anybody else has anything to add, Control, you have any comments on Ghost of Tsushima that I missed? Um, I will say the one thing that I'm still Hello? trying to get. Oh, great. You can't hear us, can you? Nope. <laughs> he can't hear us. He lost us. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I just lost. Compl- I just lost all my audio. God damn it. Okay. Yeah, I I fixed Greens. it. Probably fucked up my own recording from doing that, but you, is uh, yeah, you good? We'll fix it in post. <clears throat> anyway, do you have anything else to add that I missed? <laughs> yeah, you can fix it in post. I will say the one thing I'm still trying to get used to is using the quick use items. Like, I'm so like focused on doing the sword play stuff that I forget I have a quick button to throw knives at these dudes faces so that I can stab them easier or now yeah. that I've unlocked it 
but a literal that, bomb I, mean, I can, can slap to their chest and let it blow them up. Games. You have so many little gadgets you can well, use there that you yourself. forget about half of them. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's the Batman problem. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a punch all these mentally ill people. So you do realize you could just knock them out from a distance, right? I'm going to go punch some <laughs> mentally ill people. <laughs> Very good, sir. This is why you guys would make terrible protagonists. Bitch, I'm the main character. Oh, boy. What did you just With call that, me? While we wait for Midnight to kill Control, she can't uh, take a we'll, joke. we'll be back after these messages. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. How dare I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many, that means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed those promos. Those they actually shows. Go check them out after you're done here. They're good people. I'll go, go it. for it. Uh, so we don't, it, it's true. Actually, <laughs> I won't no. respect us. If you don't, they won't respect us. If you don't. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you have I'm respect? not sure you respect us at all. Any well, all right. Thanks for <laughs> listening guys. I'm going to go cry in a corner. I'm not sure you respect us at all. Just went full no. on dick. There. Uh, we only got a. <laughs> no, apparently everybody thinks it's Wednesday. It's not just me. <laughs> is it? Is it Wednesday already? It's Tuesday. I don't considering you hit me up before, before, uh, before this, like, so what are you streaming tonight? <laughs> it it's Wednesday. I'm not streaming. Or yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm not I streaming. I don't know what day. Yeah, it I don't is think anymore. it's Wednesday because I keep very close track on who's streaming and when and when I have to plan for a Thursday game. Very well. All right. So, well, I just had a D and D game yesterday, so it has to be Tuesday. <laughs> so or we don't have much news. Um, no, I run game Pass the Thursday game. Is integrating all right. Xbox support in September, so the streaming service that Microsoft has been demoing for a while that I've been testing uh, comes officially in September if you have Game Pass, so that's pretty dope. Um, Yeah. It, it. I mean, it doesn't work great. You need to be on an inter- like a Wi-Fi connection to do it, but hey, it's kind of cool if you're on the Wi-Fi at like a Starbucks. That. Like, yeah, I can play Halo on my phone if you carry your Xbox controller with you. Because you need one <laughs> for that to work. Yeah. Um, Flight Simulator yeah. 2020's oh, physical yeah, edition is going to that. come on 10 discs. So that's fucking crazy. But, you know, it's for people who maybe don't have access to the interwebs. <laughs> but who the fuck has a disk drive anymore? Like, my computer doesn't have a disk drive. Most computers you buy from the store don't ship with disk drives anymore. So true. So, uh, yeah, not sure who that's for. 
But uh, Microsoft had discontinued production of Xbox One X consoles <laughs> ahead of the release. Um, hang on, let me pull up. Still got to get here. all the details about that because Microsoft that just is seems officially weird. halting all production of its One X and X Xbox One S digital edition consoles. So they're basically, yeah, stopping the production of the One X and the One S because the Series X is coming and. Usually that doesn't happen until at least a year into the new console's life cycle. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the weird thing. Because this, all of I think the this is just Xbox their way of Series X games are going to be available on the One X. Then. Like, they're coming out on both to start with. So, I guess if you didn't have an Xbox One already, you're just going to have to buy a Series X. <laughs> All right. But, whatever. Uh, I saw a, like, a side-by-side -side between the DualShock kind 4 and the DualSense. <laughs> DualSense is just a little bit bigger, but I think we kind of knew that already. And, obviously... And also a little bit more, like, rounded. So uh, Their controller's kind growing up. Kind of a neat up. thing to look at. Uh, and then we already did our predictions for the Microsoft event at the on Thursday this week. So I guess all I'm just going to say is that there's been some rumors that uh, Halo Infinite is going to pull strongly from Halo 3, but with some added stuff like grappling hooks and sprinting. So we get to see what the campaign's like on Thursday, and I'm very excited. I mean, I'm just hoping for it to go back to Halo 3 style of Halo. Because you're hoping for more because Halos. I, I could do an entire episode on just the Halo franchise in general <laughs> and all the books and everything. Mm. But that that's its own like two hour show itself in itself. Of but course. yeah. Otherwise I I don't have a lot of news. To be honest, I've been busy, so I haven't been really keeping up with the news lately. Um So yeah, unless y'all have anything, we can just wrap up there and this'll just be a really quick afterthought from the promos, so all right. That's fair. And this isn't really a new show. At least it was never. Works for be. me. I'm not much right. of a newsman. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate each and every Indeed. one of you who's helped us get to <laughs> 1,500 downloads. Yeah. Did you ever think we'd make it to that when we started this show? Yeah. That's a hefty number. 67. Yeah. Not really, no. Are we only at, like, episode 60-something? Hentai games. Look. I thought we'd be lucky to get within the 100. Wait, what are we... What are we doing for episode 69? <laughs> <laughs> you can do that on your own. You know what? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. What the fuck not? I think that would mean that we have to. <laughs> I'll play just go some back to sitting back and laughing because I don't, really because I don't think I can. Card I don't think I can keep a straight face in order to communicate through that. I just no. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen it in y'all's library before. Technically two, but that's not. He's the only point. got the one. But anyway, <laughs> and that was gifted to him. <laughs> actually i know exactly yeah, who we that can bring the episode, that episode i go back to just being an observer because i could not keep yeah, a straight face and i'd probably be laughing the entire that'll time be a secret and if it actually happens stay tuned for episode 69 <laughs> oh lord uh mom don't listen to that one 
Anyway. <laughs> Morty! We're gonna, need to, have, like, two we're gonna need to have, like, a content warning no? at the start of it. <laughs> You're probably gonna have to have anyway. that pretty much strictly blocked. It's gonna be good. They have heard far worse. You don't want if your likely child audience to listen to that. We are not. Yeah, they're. I don't think we have any child audience members. Not a lot. Mostly just the silences. They're on the internet. I don't know. I don't know how much you cut out. Yes, in, the post. in the beginning. Anyway, people don't need to see under the hood while I'm in thanking the them for helping got, our show get worse. to that many. <laughs> downloads so thank you all who listen to the show we very much appreciate your support and your love <laughs> and uh leave a review on apple podcasts or wherever you can leave reviews for podcasts yes, because it helps get the show more traction and more traction means we can do cooler stuff so yeah other than that check out all of our stuff that we do on the internet in the description below and take care. Ah.